I don't know how I'm supposed to do a podcast right now, Jamsters. I really don't. You can you can probably see my eyes are a little glazed over uh, from tears. It's I, I'm happy. We all should be happy. The Phoenix Suns defeated the Los Angeles Clippers by a final score of 130 to 102, 103. I don't even know what it was. They 103. 27 point victory in game six of the Western Conference Finals. Your Phoenix Suns are headed back to the NBA Finals. Uh, Matthew, as I as I bring Matthew here, I gotta say, it looks like we both we both brought the same juju tonight. We, we both did. were wearing our three gear. Yeah, last time they made it. Um, I mean, Mr. Checkmark, first of all, congratulations to you. Um, I honestly, I don't, I, my friend told me, you know, Chris Paul coming to uh, this, I don't even want to bring the other guys on. What are you I looking just, at up there? I'm watching the thing. I just, I bring them in. I hate talking when they're off camera. They deserve to be in here. So uh, well, let's, be bring, let's bring in Dave King, a man who has been covering bright side since what? 2010. Woo! Yeah, I'm fixing your recap right now. <laughs> oh, sorry about that. <laughs> it's already submitted. Sentences. Jesus. All right. Espo, how you feeling? Uh, I didn't get emotional until watching that chair, that, that uh, trophy ceremony, mm-hmm. and there's, I, I, I didn't think I'd do this until they won a title. But there's just something about this that uh, reminds me so much of uh being that nine-year-old kid and watching that happen back in 93 and uh just remembering what it's like to just have that that moment of joy that uh you know we've all been through a lot as fans you know having or having covered this team or having worked there or whatever the case may be and we've all seen all sorts of things. Espo, and, uh, this is a fun podcast. Come it, it, on. This is Jesus. Dude, this is this it's is sentimental, man. Don't be it's trying sentimental. to down. It's fun to feel. I'm not trying Dave. to pull anybody down. I liked Dave. it. I, I just, liked it. On Espo's parade, I will not stand for that today. This is a celebratory way, and he could celebrate any damn way he wants. <laughs> and if he wants Thank to reflect you. on the shit storm that this state has been through basically in its entire existence with sports teams outside of one 2001 D-backs team, then let him. Because this – guys, we all know, knew it was different. It felt different. Everything is seemed to be falling in line, and I don't know what's happening in the finals, and I don't care right now. All I know is, is we all so motherfucking deserve this, and I'm yes. so happy. Yeah, Let's and uh, well, dude, and honestly, what I was saying before is just when Chris Paul came here, my friend told me he's gonna be your favorite player of all time on the Suns when he came from OKC, and I'm like, all right, we'll see. He is. He's the best point guard in the Suns history. He's my favorite player, right? Right there with book. So I just I can't believe he did this. Forty-one points. Forty-one points to it's top insane. himself after thirty-seven points in the Denver Game Four closeout game. He's like, "Yo, I'll one up that." To the point where Patrick Beverly broke character. I mean, there's so much we have to talk about. So much yes. we have to talk about. Uh, but welcome everybody to the Suns Jam session and the Suns Solar Panel Podcast, home of the NBA Finals. Yes, home. <laughs> We, we got to keep doing these, baby. We got to keep doing these. The season isn't over. Suns and Six, by the way, called it at the beginning of the series. Uh, but this is a reminder to everybody who is watching along live on YouTube. Hit the thumbs up button. Hit the, uh, the subscribe button. Hit the little bell notification. That notifies you whenever we go live because you never know. 
You never know where we're going to go live. If you're listening on the Bright Side of the Sun podcast network, please subscribe, rate, review. Uh, if you are uh, watching this on VCR and it's the future, uh, <laughs> you can look back on all these moments and go, you know what? This is the path that took us to an NBA championship. These emotions are raw. These emotions are real. I think that uh, you know it's going to be hard to go into work tomorrow uh, well, because I'm going to be so, so goddamn it, happy. Can we I'll take a second? To chug if, with the fellas? If they're watching it on a VCS, a VHS, they're in the future. Have <laughs> oh, you ever seen the, the Book future. of Eli? Back to the future. Okay. I just Book of, book of Eli status, okay? Like right, where everything right, cool. just crumbles and that's go, all that's left. Let's go tonight. I think you just let stupid shit go. Just yes. let it go. Just let we it flow. We all get <laughs> tonight, baby. There we go. Hey, let's I'm let's going chug with the fellas, boys. What, 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 what's everybody drinking? Stuff. Same oh. stuff. Sunbrew. Big Blue Van. No seconds for me. All right, Let's well, go. cheers, oh, fellas. Cheers. Chug. I'm still pouring. Sorry, guys. <sighs> Woo! Woo! Suns win. The baby. Suns are in the finals. The Suns are in the NBA finals. Now I'm Let- going to do the Espo thing. Man, I've been writing on this. Effing team every day for oh, 11 Dave. years. Dave. Yes, get it, Dave. Right. Get it. Am I yelling too much? No, you're oh. good, buddy. You're Yo, good. I love, dude. Let Darth do the, let do the, let's do the yeah, intro, let... and then you can go on your tirade. See, okay. I like the way oh. thing. <laughs> we have to have some order. Coming up order. next after the intro, Dave goes off and drops <laughs> F-bombs. Too late now. Uh... Twenty-eight years ago, are headed to the NBA Finals after defeating the Los Angeles Clippers by a score of one thirty to one hundred three, in pretty chippy fashion. I really felt that this was a game that uh, a lot of calls didn't necessarily go the Suns' way, and despite that, you could see the determination, the will to win. Chris Paul leading this team in the second half—it was just uh, an unbelievable experience to get through this team. This was the NBA Finals, in my opinion. I don't know. I'm getting ahead of myself, but the toughness yeah. that the Clippers attempted to display, and I say attempted because Patrick Beverly's, uh, I'm going to pass it to Dave. Oh, I didn't say it. Dude. Patrick Tell us how you're feeling, buddy. Suck my, anyway. <laughs> I suck my whiskey. I suck my whiskey. That's right. Look, man, <clears throat> Espo talked about it a little bit earlier, and I got my own story to tell, and, and I'm just not going to be so depressing about it. That's all. I've been covering this team every day for 11 years. I've been, I was smart enough to start covering them immediately after Amari left in free agency. <laughs> so I have missed 10 straight years of playoffs. I used to have to put in my bio on Twitter. Nobody told me, but I, I, I chose to put in my bio on Twitter. No, it's not my fault. Uh, the Suns have been out of the playoffs for a decade. They finally get back in the playoffs. And all the way to the NBA Finals, and I can't be happier. And it makes it all worth it. Man, I, re- I still remember writing a three-line recap after the Suns played so bad, tanked so hard in a game. I put as much effort into the recap as they put into the game. 
I think I remember now, reading still, that to one. To this day, my favorite recap of my life. <laughs> I think I remember reading that one. I was like, it's your wow. best writing ever, Dave. Short, sweet, <laughs> and to the damn point. <laughs> so, I mean, looking at this game, you know, I guess, you know, typically Ooh. here, we talk about the game a little bit. You know, I, I don't know how much we'll actually talk about it outside of, uh, you know, it, it was it was an interesting affair to start. The Suns came out and the adjustments were made. You know, Matthew and I, we did the Spotify Green Room podcast yesterday where we just kind of hung out and tried that uh, conduit of communication out. And one of the things we talked about was the how vital the adjustments were going to need to be for the Suns and how they needed to come out aggressive. They needed to show that they had the ability to impose their will after we felt in a game five, they couldn't really do that. The, the Clippers had their way. They were They were running the zone. They had the five out offense and it really seemed to uh take the wind out of the sails in this of the suns in the first quarter the opposite was true tonight you saw the suns come out with chris paul being aggressive them feeding da 10 points in the first quarter jay crowder hitting threes matthew tell me we haven't been talking about jay crowder and how he needs to step up in the series what you see from him tonight that uh, assisted in us getting this dub what else we talked about last pod was cameron johnson and him being out yeah. that means jay Jay Crowder, I mean, even the the 600 word piece I released on Brightside, you know that that was a bad luck, but it's that not enough sad. to where you know what? That's when he started feeling bad. The word was it. Bad <laughs> it came out morning. at 6 a.m. too, and we they, published yeah. the story at yeah. 6 a.m. And that's when he like <laughs> literally he's like, started throwing like, up. This he's writing about me, man. Now I got to step up. I'm sick to my stomach. <laughs> he, but Jay Crowder had to come through, and it wasn't like Cameron Johnson. If he's out, you know, it's life or death. It's, it shouldn't be something that costs the Suns a win, but it was a blow. And these guys, they they stepped up. And this Clippers team, even though they're without their star in Kawhi, they're still scary as hell, man. They they were knocking down threes again. Uh, Morris was just hitting threes. Uh, they're just a scary team anytime any of these guys on the floor has the ball. So give credit to the Suns, man, because this whatever they say if, when we win the championship, they went through some tough fucking teams in the West. So. Mm-hmm. Agreed, they really but- did, man. I, I tell you what, though, I could tell, and I'm sure you guys could too. I could tell from the first two minutes the energy the Suns were actually the first two plays the energy the Suns were playing with. It didn't matter that Patrick Beverly suddenly figured out how to be an offensive player for the first time in his career. Yeah, what was that? I don't know, man. But he was, he no, he was, he was getting it all right in the first like few minutes, and then everything went downhill for him. And it just took the refs until the fourth quarter to realize it. Uh, but man, that's. The Suns had the right energy from the tip in this game. They had the energy they needed. In fact, I feel like they, they only know how to close it out at home because on Monday, I remember saying that I felt like they thought they were having a – that was the parade on Monday. And all of a sudden, the Clippers was like, not, not on our watch. What are you talking about, parade? Just because your fans are here? No. And so the Suns needed the adversity. They needed the last two days of the rest of the world saying, you know what? The Clippers have a pretty good chance. You know what? If we don't win this, oh my gosh, you know, what happened to Chris Paul? Oh my gosh, what happened to Devin Booker? Oh my gosh, nobody can, uh, the Suns, are they frauds? Are they worth it? Should they even be here? And then they come out tonight and remind us that this is the Phoenix fucking Suns. I don't. I, I think. I think it was NBA Finals. I think that was more ESPN than anybody else. My God, ESPN. Yeah. I mean, when I Are I turned on, on ESPN, I turned on. Yeah, it's on ABC. I turned on ESPN an hour before the game started, and it was nonstop Clippers talk the entire hour. And then at halftime, they come back, and all they want to do is talk about Pat Bev. And I'm like, 
Dude, but do we realize who the team that's leading this series is? And 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 that it the wasn't Clippers, even the studio guy. It was ridiculous. it was the announcers. It was Breen and, and Van Gundy. Well, no, it was the studio guys. It was the studio it was guys. Both. It was the it entire was thing. Was just Those guys also all game and long. They, yeah, all game long about the Clippers. You know what? Who cares about the Clippers anymore? I don't give a crap. I don't Amen. care. They're done. Bye bye. Go enjoy Amen. freaking Cabo pandemic p because he didn't show up tonight like Push everybody off, thought he was going to after game five no you got to do it seven games in the series and he could he never does he never does he never does look, look respect isn't given respect is earned the suns earned it tonight they came out and played their game monty williams countered every move that ty Lu wound up making over the last few games countered it masterfully Realized his own mistakes in playing Abdel Nader and decided yeah. it was a time to give Tory Craig those minutes yeah. that Tory Abdel Craig. was getting and that uh, and that Cam Johnson uh, wasn't going to be able to play. They did everything they needed to. They withstood the the run from the Clippers in the third quarter. Chris Paul said, "To hell with the ghosts of the past." Devin Booker came out and pretty much I'm I'm hundred percent sure got his nose broken again mm-hmm. and still <laughs> went out there and took care of business. I don't know if you saw his outfit before the game. He was in an all brown sleeve, you know, short sleeve shirt, all brown <laughs> pants. He came dressed as a UPS man and he delivered the damn win. The Suns are in the NBA finals for the first time in 28 freaking years because this team is just that a team. They came through in every way and proved why they had the second best record in the NBA. They don't need ESPN's respect. They don't need TNT's respect. They don't need the Clippers' respect. They've got their own respect in that room of each other, and that's enough to carry them to another four wins. They've got the Western Conference title. Now they're going for the NBA title. Does anybody want to tell Espo where his friends? Woo! I gotta say, like, I feel like I can go play. Yelling at me. I'm not the one on the other side. Tonight, also, no, I thought you were going to say uh, Devin Booker showed no. up dressed as a turd because he was going to shit all over the Clippers. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, I have more class than that, so I went classy. Well, Espo, Espo started the show very somber. Yeah, he did. Very, very, very reflective. Up. Look, man, Espo, I gave you a lot of crap, but I, I love Dude, your, nailed, your passion. I love your that. passion. You nailed it. You really did. I'm sorry. I was in the mood to cheer. I, that wasn't the right time for me to yell at you. You hey, kicked out. You, you bring it. You can be like the ESPN people. I'm gonna bring. I'm gonna bring the truth when it when it needs to be brought. I, Pat- look- I Patrick Beverly your ass when you tried to do that. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. yeah, and nobody yeah, threw you out. Back. Espo, you need to start waking me up in the morning, man. With that. I, hey, look, look, man. I have been hard on this team. I've been hard on every aspect of this franchise because I freaking love it. It's the same way you treat a younger brother or somebody that you love when you see them going through a tough time or making bad decisions. You get frustrated, right? Because you love them so damn much. And that's what it, what the truth of the matter is. When you When you become a fan at such a young age, you go through heartbreak, you go through all this, and then you get to experience this again. I mean, 28 years without, without winning the West, 10 years without making the finals. 
there's there's something that it, it's just it's it's a great moment that we all should be enjoying. Yes, the focus is on four more wins, of course. But this is another great moment that we won't forget. That kids that were were like us when we were growing up watching this team now have that moment that they'll look back on and they'll look at CP3 and Devin Booker the way we looked at Barkley and KJ, or that people looked at Westfall and Alvin Adams. Like this team has made new memories for a new generation, and that excites me the most of anything because they lost a decade of fans without this great play. See, see, They're but back. I, I don't. I, I would. I would almost disagree that they lost a decade of fans, and the reason why is I. I think they they built a more passionate decade of fans because you knew who the the diehards were the the people that were there because the Suns have always been a a a, a good franchise right they're Mm -hmm. one of the most successful franchises to never win an NBA finals you know what I mean if not the most successful I think they are the most successful to never win an NBA championship so correct and then the Devin Booker years right like the last five the last five years of fandom for the Phoenix Suns franchise was built all around Devin Booker, and that fan base is like its own fan base in itself. And a lot of you are here in the chat. I love you all. The 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 seven seconds or left in here next. Less, to you in the panel. Too. Yeah, the, yes. the, the seven <laughs> seconds or less, sons. It's like it's like it's like all these these different genres are merging together at this time, and that's why it's so yeah. crazy at the arena. That's why everybody's so damn excited. It's because it, it's rekindled. That imagination you, that you used to have. Remember, remember when they got to the Western Conference? Remember how they got to the Western Conference Finals back in the day, or they get to the playoffs, and you thought, okay, yeah, we can get to the Western Conference Finals, or we can get to the NBA Finals. I don't know how many people said that before the year. I think the playoffs was just just to make it to the playoffs. Now, <laughs> I think I think just Justin. And now we're in the driver's feet seat in the NBA yeah. Finals. This is nuts, and everybody needs to enjoy it. And I just want to say one more thing before I pass it off. I, I think every single fan out there deserves to be emotional about this. I think they all deserve this. We have been kicked in the balls so many oh. times as Suns fans, as Cardinals fans, as whatever, that when you finally get to taste some, some success, you just got to relish it and enjoy it. No negativity. Just enjoy the moment. Let the trolls troll and go somewhere else. But this is our moment tonight. Enjoy it, Suns fans. You know, to, to all of our points so far, uh, you appreciate it more, obviously, you know, because to Espo's point, I mean, I, we're, I think between I think Espo and I are pretty close in age. So we were right at that age where, you know, basketball was everything when you were nine, 10, 11 years old. And to have that team go to the finals, you know, and, and be perennial playoff contenders in Western Conference finals and losing to Showtime, it was expected. And to go through the drought that we have makes you appreciate this so much more covering the team the way that we all do and you know watch every game you know Matthew you know I, I tipped my hat to you my my good friend who won't look at the camera because he's stuck on watching ESPN you know <laughs> stop, watching that, watching his, stop, stop watching they're that shit. celebrating in the locker room dude uh, you know what it, yeah it, I recorded it so I'm gonna watch it later but I'm yeah, just saying I I like, just like Matthew this has been fun dude this has been fun we started doing this mm-hmm. podcast when this team had 19 wins we go you know what Now's the time to start because we love this team. We love talking about this team and we moved apart. So we had an opportunity to you know, share our thoughts with each other via the podcast. And now this team has just taken, you know, flex from Jersey. Shout out to him. If he's watching, listening, or, you know, he, he said it best where the Suns have skipped a step. You're supposed to kind of go through this natural progression. The Suns are just like, fuck all that. You know, we're, we're going right for it. 
We had a uh, ten year step. Fuck that. Yeah, seriously, exactly. <laughs> yeah. The, the the first team ever to go on a ten year playoff drought and then go to the NBA Finals. Your Phoenix Suns. I just want to give a shout out to Jammin on the Suns in the chat. He gave us nineteen ninety three in the super chat last time. I'll get. I'll get to. I'll get. To, I'll get to that. What, is that Jeez. real? Hold on. Yeah, it, it, it is. Hold on. Uh, but jamming on the Suns. Shout out for in the super chat. Donated. Uh, 2021. Oh he said Try last time you guys. I will. Stop on, talking. <laughs> last time you guys got nineteen ninety three, but things change. Finally, back in the finals after CP3, I'm going with Craig as my jam star, which is a segment we'll get to. And, 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 and I will uh, agree with that when that time comes. Um, I got to hit a couple other of these. You know, again, if you're watching in the Super Chat, we appreciate it. We have Austin gave us $100 in the Super Chat. Can I get a couple claps for Austin? Wow. Thank you for everything, boys. Listen, all year long out here in Texas, I'm flying in for game one, baby. Suns in four. Keep this money away from Espo. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's much easier to split it four ways than Actually, five. Actually, as long good. as we keep it away from him, it's okay. <laughs> Wait, what about the other one? And oh, then we got a yeah. $205 donation Whoa. from Viking STW. Uh, nothing to say. Just want. I hope that wasn't a typo, wow. Viking, and your wife's not going to get mad at you. Uh, or your husband. I'm not assuming. Uh, but Thank but you thank for you. the fat fingers. He actually said in another message, all that goes to Espo. So so that can <laughs> stay the, with me. All you guys this private chat. Okay. You forgot but, that does not go to Espo. But, no, no, but this will, one does, yeah. yeah. But I will say, you know, and Mark just said in the chat, he said, uh, uh, job's not finished. This whole experience for all of us, all of us podcasters, you know, and fanning the flames, you know, those guys too, it's been – Really fun to follow this team and watch their development. And I think I can speak for all of us when just kind of all along this journey, this season in particular, we've been stuck saying just like, oh, shit. Like, this team's really, really good. They play defense. They have a solid leader in Chris Paul. They have offense whenever they want it. We're watching the development of DeAndre Ayton. We have the shooters. We have everything that we should have. And I want to echo what Saul said. Fuck the trolls. Okay. You guys ever seen The Fugitive? You know that scene? Everyone's seen it but Matthew. You know that scene where Harrison Ford's standing there with Tommy Lee Jones, and he's like, I didn't kill my wife. And Tommy Lee Jones is looking at him saying, I don't care. I don't right. care what any troll has to say out there. I've suffered as a Suns fan my entire life. Let me feel joy. And you know what? Tonight, I'm feeling joy. Hey, you troll all you want. Much like Patrick Beverly, you don't matter right now. Right, you're, you're not. Ejected. You're not a. You're not a ghost. In it that's we're going to talk about. You're insignificant at this point. You you sat there and oh, you no. whined and you you cried and you Whoa. shoved and it didn't freaking matter because you were a footnote in a triumphant victory for the Phoenix Suns. So enjoy your off season and to the yes. trolls you can shove off just like Patrick Beverly. All right. And to yeah. the chat, oh my God. to the Damn chat, Holy crap. in 1996, he gave us $19.96. He says, 1996 for the year our assassin book was born, baby. I've been having my heart broken since seven seconds or less. Four more games, boys. And we have the first AZ chip in 20 years. Let's fucking go. It was funny. During this game, my, my wife asked me, because uh, I, was, I was getting emotional because we Is this were going before to the finals. You cried? 
This is me getting emotional leading up to that moment. She's just like, we never went to the finals with Steve Nash. No, we didn't, unfortunately. $105. Thank you from Coach Paul and Founder. Coach, Coach, is this a telethon all of a sudden or what? (laughs) For for everybody listening. Everybody listening on Spotify, just hit like the plus 30 seconds thing or whatever. Uh, so proud of this team. Also proud of the panel. Espo, Dave, Saul, and Tim. Shout out to Tim Tompkins. I hope you're watching. He uh, died it, for this. Thank you, Tim. <laughs> you know, if, if Tim's he's out there, alive. we could probably he's bring him in if he wants to. Uh, but he's been with you guys since day one and basically the beginning. Enjoyed having Sons Jam joining too. Thank you. We appreciate that. And then from uh, Amon Giri, uh, Sons Fam to South Korea. Let's go. Uh, 49,000 won. Uh, I don't know what the exchange exchange rate is on that, but I'll tell you this. I was stationed in South Korea for a year. Lovely country. Gets really cold. It was really cold when I was stationed there. So uh, I would like again, to- thank you everybody in the chat for is, who's donating via the super chat. We appreciate I, it very, very I much. I would like to thank everybody wow. for donating to my new liver after chugging this much. <laughs> I, I have not done this in a very long time. And uh, yeah. My liver it thanks you all for the the funds that may may help replace uh, what what that's is now broken. Got the liver of a, like a three month old, so yeah, it's not good for him. <laughs> it's oh. not. Wait, how much I is lo- that worth? Forty nine hundred. What? Somebody go do the conversion. It's, for, it's like five dollars. It's five dollars in U.S. Hey I'm man, look. that is awesome. I'll Hell take yeah. it. Hell yeah! I, I love everybody Woo! listening on the podcast. Uh, has just sat there and listened to us read off dollar hey, look, figures. The I know, show, like we deserve it. Handles, we're gonna we're gonna share our Venmo handles. <laughs> yeah. No, I prefaced it, Espo, so by saying, "Hey, too. go ahead and hit that fast forward button. You're gonna just hear us talking." Some, you know, but thank you. I mean, Man. I mean, that's what this experience has been like for all of us and everyone who's wow. in the chat. You have been a part of this experience with us. You show up with us every game and every Saturday morning with the Sun Solar Panel. You guys have and been you hear here. Us and and again, we're not done, and we know it. But fucking a, dude, it feels great, doesn't it? Doesn't it feel nice to actually win something and not sit here and be like, well, you know, they didn't execute their offense. Uh, I mean, because the other side of this coin is how f- <sighs> less f bombs, John. Less f bombs. Oh, them out, dude. Yeah, we're donating all of this. Unbelievable. All donations are going in the swear bucket. Yes, they're making up for it. But how horrible the refereeing and the broadcasting was tonight. It was god awful horrible what? across the, the board. Was not bad. The referee, I, I don't think the referee, the referee was, was horrible. I, don't know. Know. I, I stopped so paying bad. attention. That's oh my so god, bad. dude! Hold on. How is Demarcus Cousins' elbow more more <laughs> egregious than Patrick, Patrick coming down to eight tomahawk? Hold you on a second. Those two were pretty funny tonight, Paul and Cousins. I thought that was not egregious. The Clippers shot thirty-two free throws. The Phoenix Suns shot eleven. Mikhail Bridges had two fingers on a basketball that Paul George shot, yeah, and they didn't, and they called it a freaking foul. Twenty-one yeah, to eleven. You can yell at me all you want, that's so that's I cool. still disagree. But okay, cool. Yeah, whatever. It, it doesn't matter because they won. <laughs> and they, they won. won. Yeah. That's the team. You know what happened in the seven seconds or less teams? We we spent the next ten years complaining about how the seven seconds or less teams got screwed by the by the yeah. physicality. They got screwed by the refs. They but had Bruce the, Bowen. No, 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 let me finish. So yes, the, the seven seconds or less teams got screwed how many years in a row? Like 2004, 2005, 2006, 2007, 2010, by the by the physicality of the other teams and by the and what I figured was the refs, but basically it's the physicality of the other teams. The more physical you are, the better calls you're gonna get. That's the way it is. And now this team is the first one 
that has actually withstood all that crap and still took the big leads and still won the freaking game and walked off with the T-shirts. And on the same point, Dave, all of those teams would also succumb to those bad calls and succumb to that physicality. Yes. yes. Can, I, can I also this, say that they – we should say what it is now because we've seen this team overcome that kind of adversity. Those teams just weren't as mentally strong as this team is. Yeah, that's yeah right. exactly. That's what, yeah. Yeah. Had the ability to be physical. I think that's what the fear has been the last 48 hours after we lost in game five is like, oh, crap, is this – is this going to happen again yep. or not? Mm-hmm. You know, I know a lot of people were confident, but there was also a lot of trepidation, a little nervousness. Like, I don't want to get to game seven. You don't oh, say man. you don't want to get to game seven if you're not scared that this team might fall apart. But they have yeah. Chris Paul. And Chris yep. Paul and Devin Booker, who has never been here, and Monty yep. Williams. All of them. There's something about those dudes that are like, you know what? We Willie got Green. everybody chill. And they came through. And they came through in a way that we have never seen a Suns team come through since 93. That's that's how it is, and I, I I'm sorry about Steve Nash and all this other stuff. Like they're the great ones, sure, but they didn't get to this point, and so they will always be a second tier below this team from this yes. point forward. This is as of right now one of the top three Suns teams of yep. all time because only three Suns teams have ever made the damn finals, and they have the shot to be the best Suns team of all time. Uh, with uh, with guys that will now be heroes in this town for decades to come. How nice is it that third world Chris countries Paul. aren't getting our our son's Western Conference champion t-shirts <laughs> and instead we get to enjoy them here in Phoenix finally. Yes. Huh? Thank That's you. nice. So you know, I I just bought a, a property. It's over off of 35th Avenue and Devin Booker Lane. It's two blocks south of Chris Paul Avenue. It's a, it's a really nice yeah. place because you know what? It might happen with this team. I mean, the, the way that they're affecting this city, the way that, you know, when you go to Fry's, when you go to Circle K, maybe you're a Safeway guy. I don't know. But wherever you go, you're seeing this fan base alive and engaged. And to fortify that is, is nothing but uh, beyond exceptional right now. It's seeing little kids who give a shit about this team. And you know what? Espo said earlier, we lost so many kids to the Warriors. That's what happened. When Steph Curry and he was the hottest thing going in the NBA, they all became Warriors fans. I I, I work at a hotel. Uh, I manage a kid's club. I manage pools. I'm outside seeing kids walking around Steph Curry jerseys. And I'm always like, dude, where are you from? They're like, oh, uh, Chandler, Gilbert. Yeah. I'm like, what? Put on a Suns jersey. Like, no, Gilbert. man, they suck. I'm like, come on, man, Devin Booker, and now you know it's it's summer staycation time right now, and everybody, three. what's that? I got I got three kids right now that are staying with me for the summer. My my kids, not just yes. random kids. <laughs> wow, oh, just like, random kids. <laughs> come on in, kids. Do you want to stay? At least know no, their names. My kids, my kids <laughs> are poor? here, and and they all watch the game <laughs> from its entirety, from beginning to end, with me. Uh, which was the first time out of the series that they did. They got here on Saturday, and they saw the win on Saturday. Hell and yeah. it, it, my daughter, who doesn't really watch NBA, she sat there. She's cheering for the Suns. My sons, Kellen and, and Sean and Ava and Alex, all of them, I got a whole tribe. Uh, they, they are sitting here, and it's like that's what you're talking about. Like you're starting to develop that, that sense of fandom and building a fan base yeah. for generations to come. And they, they're watching this team. They're getting invested. They want to see them succeed. And now we're on to the NBA Finals, and they're going to see how cool that is. Are any so of those I kids in seventh grade? They're, going, they're all in high school now. They're okay, we have, we have Outcast 49 in the chat who donated $50, and he was in seventh grade back in 93. Four more wins, baby. Sorry, Dave. Uh, continue. 
I was just going to say, I have a similar story. I've got three daughters who all grew up with me being a huge Suns fan. Used to be so easy to get them tickets to go to games because, you know, there were open <laughs> seats. Um, and so I raised them as Suns fans. Uh, although it was a bad team, you know, they 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 go just for the joy of going to a game. And we had a great time. And they haven't been able to they, – they're, they're in their 20s now. They're all professionals and all that. And they haven't been able to do much with the Suns. But – this past couple of weeks has been so fun because they don't even have cable anymore, right? They, that generation, they don't yeah. even like subscribe to cable. So they haven't watched a Suns game in years. Now their games are on ESPN. Of course, they have the package, you know, with the Disney Plus and all that. I got them ESPN Plus. They're watching the games. Had them over last week for watching game two together. Oh, my God, the Valley Oop. We're going to be talking about that forever. forever. This has just been so fun. My dad was there. My dad had sworn off the Suns since my, the 90s because – my dad, my dad swore off the Suns. He said he used to be a diehard. Like if you think I'm a diehard, the old stuff in on my wall is from my dad. This pennant from my dad that you can't see it, but I got a Barkley shooting over Michael Jordan um, um, poster from my dad. I got so many things in my closet from. He was a diehard, and he just they got the t- tickets got too expensive. His season ticket fa- uh, friends kind of all aged out and and all that, and so he hasn't watched the Suns. Literally, he skipped the entire Steve Nash decade, and and he's now back because they're on ESPN. Finally, he's able to watch it because he's he hasn't been able to watch games in so long. He is he was texting me all night. My kids are texting me all night. My sister's texting me all night. It's just it's incredible. This has been such a joy, such a joy. You know who I feel for, and for those listening on the podcast, I'm holding up an Al McCoy. <laughs> Blah, blah. This was actually given to me the day I started at the sun, Suns, and I just—it's uh And you look, broke uh, it. You broke no, it. it was it was already broken. Uh, <laughs> so I didn't just do that then. But uh, I feel for Al, right? Dude started in '72, called the Cinderella Suns, called the Purple Gang from Phoenix, gets to call this team in a finals. He's never seen a championship, but if if they win, what what a magical run that could be, a capstone for him as well. I mean, he's he's almost 90 uh, to get another shot at this. I feel for for Al McCoy as well. Look, when Al when yeah. Al lost his wife, was it Espo? Was it two or three years ago, or was it? I think it was 2015, now? actually. Okay, so it was a few it was years ago. He had a he had an opportunity to quietly retire and move on, although he. There's good reasons to stay in the game, right? Even even as you pass your prime because of that. Um, but I am so glad he stayed in it. I'm so glad Al McCoy did not allow himself to fade off. And look, I always wanted John Bloom to be able to get the radio calls after Al, after Al McCoy retired. John will. He will eventually. Um, but I am so glad Al is still calling these games. I'm mm-hmm. so happy for him. And yes, he gets a call of finals. Al called the other finals. I mean, didn't yeah. he call the 76? He called yeah, 76. He did. He called yeah, he did. He called 93. The, the Gar Hurt shot. Al, that's a magical beginning to a capping of an entire career. And now I hope he stays forever. I mean, obviously, <laughs> I, I, you know, at some point it's got to end. But, man, I'm so happy for Al, too. Uh, I love it. And, and Espo, you know him so, better, so much better than me, but I see him every game, talk to him occasionally. And couldn't be a nice, couldn't happen to a nicer guy. Nope. Yeah, it's uh, I I feel for him. A lot of good people over there getting to enjoy something they weren't sure they'd ever. Julie Five finally gets to, yeah, yep. 
protect some players that that deserve to be protected. That was that's good for real. Yeah. So that's so a, Matthew, that's a, that's a big flex right there, Dave. Yeah, <laughs> Ma- Matthew, True, you're, man. you're the youngest. The, what's up? You're the youngest one here. No, I like listening to that. And you talk to <laughs> Matthew's no, just do. watching the pod. Uh, you're the youngest one here. You're the 89 baby. Uh, how's it feel? Because your true memories of this team are seven seconds or less. You've never truly experienced the NBA Finals the way that a lot of us other, uh, you know, other no, guys have. So I don't remember. You, I don't remember. Yeah. So this is your first experience. Like, wh- how how are you feeling? What are you navigating? Are you still watching ESPN? Yeah. Are they still saying how no. is, is Mike Breen and Mark Jackson just? crying because the Clippers lost because they really wanted them to win. No, they're still <laughs> yeah. talking about Pat Beverly. No. So. They're actually on hi- uh, hockey highlights right now, so I can actually focus on the pod. Uh, I honestly, I you guys are that, so Matthew. right. It's, Thank you. It's, yep. It's, okay. uh, it's, this is what it's all about, right? Bringing everybody together, family. You guys are talking about family. It really does. Like, everyone, a lot of people hate sports. And it's like, why do you hate sports? Oh, they're overpaid, whatever. But if you really look at it, like, I, my nephew Hayden in Kentucky, I, call him text him once in a while but because the suns are in the playoffs and stuff it gives us a reason really something to talk about and i'm not saying like i'm trying not to not to, i'm not trying to say i'm a bad uncle <laughs> but i'm just saying like it gives you it gives me and my no, dad something to talk about but it you it's it starts conversation again it brings yeah. everyone together and that's this is really what it's about and i love hearing about al mccoy and there's these people that you just that are on the the ride with you you know and you guys know more about the 93 finals, of course, when I was little. Uh, I just barely remember seeing Charles Barkley on a TV, like on the old boob tube. And uh, I think I was six years old. So I, I don't remember that. But right now it feels weird. And it they won. You know, they get to enjoy it. I'm not on the team. So I don't have that feeling. But the feeling of just the just everyone in my family coming together and stuff watching it especially with you john like that's this is like the real this is why i love it so much I, i'm sorry but you know i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna kind of come back at you there matt because oh, when sure. everybody says um when everybody says well you're not on the team but you know what i've been more invested in the team my entire life than these players have and i know that they perform for the team and they do everything they can but that doesn't discredit the amount of you know heartache i feel after a loss that doesn't discredit the amount of money that maybe you've paid for tickets. That doesn't discredit how much support you have put behind this team mm-hmm. for 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years or 50 years. Um, and, and so I I'm, I feel like as fans, we are every bit as part of this team as the players are. We don't shoot the ball. Yes, I understand. But you can't say that we didn't have an impact in the playoffs, especially the way the crowd was in this particular playoff series and all the support that this this franchise has gotten in the past is because of the fans and so yes it's we it's us it's the valley and that's what it is you're 100 right that we are the valley that we is the team it's the fans it's everyone that works over there and puts in 18 hour days and busts their ass for it it's every single one of of these uh, these people all of us make up that and i'm so glad that the suns fans have gotten their due this this playoff run national media recognizing them players recognizing how loud they are game one at phoenix suns arena in the nba finals i don't care who the opponent is that place is going to be unlike anything we've ever experienced unlike anything it's going to be insane and that's because how great this fan base has been. Yeah, and I'm not I didn't say like I'm not against that. Even when we traded Ricky Rubio, 
I that was the first one to say this. I'm a fan of the team. I don't, you know, whatever players we can get to win as a team, that's what I'm for. I'm not individually with these guys or anything like that. I know we're part of it. I'm just talking about the family part, trying to make a little bit emotional, a little bit, because I thought that's what you guys were doing. So <laughs> he's trying to he's trying to catch up emotionally. Uh, real quick, I got some things I, I want to put out here. One, um, do you know what the most annoying response is after your team loses from anybody in your life? Shoving well, why Chris did- Paul in the back. <laughs> well oh, played. Sorry. Well played. Nice. Well, well, why do you care about them? They don't care about you. Ooh, I think we've all heard that in our life. Uh, two, I'm going to give. Uh, so we have John Lewis in the chat who threw down five bucks. Thank you, John Lewis. He says, Ghost Hunt John Lewis from Transylvania. And he says, Saul, were you a drill at Fort Jackson? I think you were my drill. Were you? A, yeah. I know you were a drill, but I, I think you're on the Air Force side, right? In the Air Force, we were calling military training instructors, and I was at Lackland Air Force Base in Texas. Oh, so there sorry. you go. Fort no, Jackson. Jackson. Uh, I'm I'm the army guy on the podcast. I and I was never a drill sergeant, so I never made my way there. Uh, let's see. I got a couple other shout outs I want to get to. Uh, Jay Nunya, thank you, Jay Nunya, one of our nice. uh, elite jamsters, fifty dollars. He says I'm legit crying Woo! right now. He was ten in ninety three when Paxson scored the game winning shot uh, against the Suns. He's never been so happy. Thank you, Jay. I know you've been tuning in when, and to every show after uh, all, all season long. Does anyone know where John Paxson went to college? Ooh. Random Canyon, questions. Right? Nope. University. No, nope. John Paxson. Didn't he go to Notre Dame? That's Does hard. anybody yeah. care? Oh, where Jesus. John- yeah, really? It's a song. John Paxson on this podcast. Since we're just bringing up schools, I never want to hear about DeAndre Ayton losing the Buffalo again. How about that? You never happened? Who cares about college basketball? It's one of those weird things I have. It's one of those talents where you name somebody, I can tell you where he went to college. It's one of those things. I was raised that way. Well, not John Paxson. Gentlemen, I know where he went. Gentlemen, I got some breaking news. Uh-oh, go for it. DraftKings free to play pools are keeping it cool all summer long. Choose from a wide variety of free contests to enter the pool and answer a handful of questions. Make picks for free and grab your share of $10,000. We've almost earned that much on this podcast. Uh, so you can earn $10,000 in weekly prizes. Dive into the DraftKings party pool today entering one of DraftKings free to play pools is simple just download the DraftKings app and head to their pools pages select from one of DraftKings many contests ranging from evening sporting events to wacky weather Wednesdays oh my <gasps> gosh Whoa. wacky weather Wednesdays <laughs> today's Wednesday it is Woo-hoo. and there was wacky weather it, it was it raining Western Conference champion trophies then make your picks and watch the action <laughs> unfold entries with the most correct answers will be deemed the winners, which I'm pretty sure that's how winners are always selected. Uh, now that you know how to play, download the DraftKings app and sign up using code DRYHEAT. That's code DRYHEAT. All players will have a free shot at grabbing $10,000 in weekly prizes without spending a dime, not one dime, not even a not penny one. do you have to spend. That's code DRYHEAT to feel the sweat or step outside when it's uh, 115. Only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKingsKings.com for details. He did say, is your, he did say ability last. Ability. Ability. Yeah. Is your, what is happens your, when you 
when you chug a beer and let, then you have let to me try the read next time see how good i do <laughs> i know right no man you guys don't even know the one time we tried to record a, a commercial <laughs> 45 oh, minutes oh later it took me about 17 oh tries I, I think i still have the outtakes line. from that yeah you, oh, need, God, you need to run was, you need to so run mad. those I got I'm you so know, proud of you, Espo, for not stumbling through all that crap. Even though you are looking down when you're looking at it, we were well, trying to usually, it. usually I hold it up, but you know, I I chugged a big blue van. So no, also, no, shout, good also job, man. Really shout good. out, a shout out to Espo for ditching those purple glasses because those are bad luck. Yes, Look, yes. I oh, I am yeah. a superstitious sob, and when they lost, those things went went away. I, uh, the daughter they? said, I'll "You should wear you purple today," right and I said, top. "You should." your mouth i'll wear orange thank you very much <laughs> so real quick a shout out to minot north dakota parker hines five dollars in the super chat we appreciate that's that my that's my not my not i'm sorry i'm from Min Phoenix, Min Arizona. Min no, i went french I the french right next to my yes the french settled canada it's close to canada you know what i got watch 2021 and so nostalgic we haven't talked much about this game but i do want to talk about deandre Ayton, the man from the university of arizona 16 points 17 rebounds eight for 10 shooting he continues his historic march through the nba playoffs relative to field goal percentage and he was the key tonight saul he was the key for us having this graphic yeah. right here. Yeah, yeah buddy. <laughs> the hey, NBA hey. Finals graphic. The reason we didn't win game five. I sent this to everybody before game chat. five. They said they would hunt me down if we didn't win the series. Thank God we won. <laughs> Is that your scrapbooking? That I, I will I will like say this. I will say this. Um the the way uh, I'm sorry, I can't even think. Uh, so the so U of A, right? In against Buffalo, Sean Miller could not get the ball to DA. That's how I felt in game five. I don't know why, yeah. I don't understand it, but you saw several times tonight, even Devin Booker step to the side and tell DA to post up and then try to give him the ball. They made a concerted effort to get him the ball tonight. It opened things up for everybody on the exterior. And I just don't understand why we can't do that more. But, hey, I digress. It worked tonight. They came out with a sense of urgency. D.A. played much better on the offensive side, and he knew that he needed to attack. And when his teammates reinforced that idea over and over again, when it seemed like he was kind of drifting off, he responded. And I appreciate that. So well How job. About well that, done. that whole first quarter, that whole first four minutes, Cam Johnson with that, for, or excuse me, uh, Mikhail Bridges with that first bucket on the cut to the hoop. Something we hadn't seen in the last few games from him. Devin hitting a midi. DeAndre getting buckets. Like they came out and and made it very clear that they would not play the way that the Clippers were trying to force them to play. That they were going to force the issue throughout this game and offensively they did it beautifully deandre ayton was fantastic the dude gets bludgeoned over the head poked in the eye it did not matter he was in there yeah. battling the entire time and uh and this kid has come through in every way that that you could have asked for him to in the playoffs i mean Let's that's just that. He's a kid. He's still 22. Yeah. I remember there was a there was a story somebody wrote before the playoffs started that almost no team in history has been able to rely on a 22 year old center as as a primary player, as a as a big big time player. Bam Adebayo broke the mold last year, 
when he was able to be, you know, relied on on a finals run. And this the writer of this article said that's only happened a couple other times in history that a 22 year old center has been the, has been this good. And he, Aiden's been awesome. Um, did you guys see? And I, I can't remember if we talked about this already. Aiden had the most efficient has had the most efficient mm-hmm. in terms yep. of true shooting percentage. Um, you guys talked about it on your green room thing, I think. Um, uh, the most efficient in terms of shooting percentage playoff run in league history. Didn't yeah, I, I read a stat really today quick. going into today's game. Couldn't he have missed his next 21 shots yes, and still, still been it. the most efficient player in playoff history? That's insanity. Yes. How, right. how well he's done at the rim and, and everything he's done. He even had the hook shot going tonight again. It was, it's a thing of beauty. This, this guy has done everything that has been asked of him. And this is a guy that some people were suggesting you should trade for uh, some combination of Marvin Bagley and Rashawn Holmes oh or in God. January. So was doing that. There oh were people God. doing that. Hey, so, there's a Aussie Phoenix, uh, really quick, Aussie Phoenix Suns fun fans podcast, $10. Thank you. I just don't want to miss that one. I just want to say for all those people who are bagging on DA, um, uh, this feels pretty sweet to myself personally because yep. I've been on the DA train since mother effing day you one. And, yep, and every single time I had to hear some stupid, foolish crap about trade him for cat or trade him for some other worthless freaking backup center from New Jersey or Milwaukee or whatever city you want to play. Yeah, I don't care. DA showed up in these playoffs, and if we didn't have him, oh, we man. wouldn't be where we are right now effing now it's probably not as bad as those conversations though with him and monty right i mean monty talked about how they would go at it a little bit so i'm just saying he's probably heard it from everybody so for him to actually thank everybody right i mean for him to actually maintain just 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 a presence on the court not getting hurt not sitting out games not you know he hasn't showed up a few times but he's shown up for the most part and really really like very difficult opponents that he's going to go up against but Tonight, honestly, defensively, I think he changed the game around in the second quarter. He played those guys on the three-point line very, very well. There was No one could get in these guys' faces. He was the only one that could do that. Of course, he's seven feet tall, but I think he changed the, the defense around in the second quarter after Chris Paul got into him a little bit in the first quarter, but he really he handled those guys on the perimeter. It was nice to no, see. You're, you're dead right, and they mentioned on the broadcast that Monty Williams was yelling at DA, like, close out. On Reggie Jackson, close out on yeah. Nicholas Batum. You can't let and those once guys he started closing shots. out, they were hitting the side of the backboard, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we we talk about Reggie Jackson. What did he? What was his final stat line tonight? Because he's a guy who's been killing us. Uh, I feel like he didn't do anything. Thirteen points on four of twelve shooting. Boom. Yeah. Yeah, and he was taking Paul the, George. Paul George. Yeah. Well, really Paul George. Either. The adjustment on Paul George was the yeah. one that I mentioned in my yeah. my uh, preview. Mm-hmm. It was Tory Craig needed to be the adjustment. He had shot two for eight against him on I, I mentioned it uh last night on the green room i forget how many it was like 18 possessions or something and i know that's a small sample size relative to the entire uh series but still it was better than anybody else he was cooking everybody else mikhail bridges love you to death i know everybody loves mikhail but he didn't have the greatest series and that's okay because it's the same thing with uh like Sarge in the first series. Sarge didn't have a good series against the Lakers, but you know what? He played some valuable minutes against the Nuggets. The the depth of this team is going to showcase itself against different opponents. And Mikael Bridges against Paul George just isn't a good matchup, but you know what was? Torrey Craig. And even though Jay Crowder, and shout out to Jay for coming in 
like 117 degree heat wave here in Phoenix and being in Fuego when he got into foul trouble on ticky tack bullshit fouls. There was a, two of them were okay, two of them weren't. But uh, I, I digress. But Tory Craig had the opportunity to come in and make an impact on this game by guarding Paul George. You know, Paul George, what did he end with? He had a total of 21 points on six for 15 shooting and one for six from three. And another thing that I put in my piece today is force Paul George to the right, or I'm sorry, to the left, because he's a killer from the right shoulder. But if it's a, the mid-range to the three-point, he's shooting like 48% in this series. But if you force him to the right, he's shooting like 26%. And the Suns did push him a little bit more to the right in this game. So thank you for reading. Hey, uh, Actual breaking news, not being sarcastic. I don't know if some secret ad read. This isn't a Manscaped joke or anything. Chris Paul revealed uh, just a second ago during his post-game availability that he has partially torn ligaments in his right hand that he found out about a few games ago. It's so when he jammed his hand that. on that one play in game three. Yeah. So he dropped he 41 jammed his hand points. Or someone jammed his hand. Someone jammed his hand. Yeah, 40, yeah, he was good. 41. 41 with a bad hand. Jeez. Foreign <laughs> ligaments. Yeah. That might Why explain, he I was worried like he was still would. COVID or something like that. But, yeah, that might explain the 31% shooting. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so, But look. it also shows what a Superman he is going through it tonight and getting 31 points on 12 to 16 shooting in the second half alone. 41 for the game. Incredible. Jeez unbelievable his performance and how what he's done to mold this team you know to your point matthew da getting yelled at he got yelled at a lot early in the season by by chris paul deandre Ayton did and he's willing to take that criticism he's willing to take that guidance and kudos to him you yeah. know we've we've mentioned it, a lot of people have he's not your prototypical number one pick the guy who desires to be the centerpiece of everything that goes on he's like i will fall into my role and I will do what needs to be done to help this team. And what needed to be done to help this team over the past two seasons was to play defense. And he accepted that role. I mean, we are less than a year away from the bubble where this time last year we were excited because we finally got news that we were going to have the ability to play in that Orlando bubble. And while everyone was questioning it, we were just happy to have eight more games of basketball. And that's where we saw DA really start to make a change and this team take a change. And then for him to really accept his defensive shot deterring role, uh, and to you know, get us to where we're, we are at this point. I, I'm guys, pe people know I, it. I'm a I huge DeAndre Ayton fan. Guys, we are two years away from a 19 win yes. season, dude. Not only where that, we were lit. Do we keep Chris Paul? Do we keep Dragon Bender? Like, who are we gonna go on? Is uh, is is DeAndre Ayton actually? We, we already playoff. had gotten rid of Marquise Chris, but I'm sorry, Chris Paul. I meant Marquise Chris. I was, I was like, I've what? had a little bit. <laughs> No, yeah. Do we keep Marquise Chris? We already traded Marquise Chris for, for Ryan Anderson, so that was, that was a big trade. No, it wasn't. We were, we were two was it years. Ryan Anderson? It was, who was it for? No, yeah, oh, we, God, sent him to, we sent him to Houston, right, That's for right. Ryan Anderson. It, it was That's Marquise right. Chris and – God, Matthew, remember where we – I remember when we saw the trade and we're like, was what night? was that? Was yeah, night. Brandon Knight. Yeah, yeah, Brandon, yeah, Brandon, yeah, Brandon yeah. Knight made the contract work because Ryan yeah. Anderson was making like $24 right. million a year. Yeah. yeah. And then Ryan Anderson – uh, was traded away for Tyler Johnson to Miami. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Oh man. And that's what we were dealing with. And somebody mentioned Yo. earlier in the chat, remember when you guys had to like come up with segments to fill time and like, <laughs> we, we did a whole yeah. trial on Ryan McDonough. Yeah. 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 Three <laughs> episodes. 
<laughs> yeah, dude. Even dressed up were great. Not yeah, you guys wore tuxedos not, and all kinds of stuff. Not only that, but can I, can I just uh, go back to your Aiden point real quick? I did want to say this. Um, in this, the younger generation gets kind of crapped on for bailing out early or, or having this stigma about not wanting to work as hard as everybody else. But DA taking that that verbal counseling, I will say, and I know it wasn't just like, hey, you should probably do this. <laughs> um, and, and him being 22 years old, responding to it as effective as he did and improving and building upon it, I think just speaks so much to him as a team player and why he ultimately was the best decision for this franchise instead of Luka Doncic or Trey Young. That's that's what I think about DA. And then going back to, to what these guys are talking about, yeah. I mean, even when I when I, I honestly I can't even say it because when once I since I joined the pod, everything's been gold, baby. Like <laughs> well, the, like when I first joined the pod, CP3 got traded. Like right when I joined the pod. You like, did. And it's that's how you're, you're just you're just like riding the good the good that, time. That's how Matthew and I With feel him. since we it's joined like the right side of the him. sun. It's Rob like a gift. pod. He's it's like I can't control one it. of the finals games. Yeah, he's going to join. Just us wait until game. we win the title. I quit doing Suns podcast and I go do a yep. cooking yep. show. That's it, man. I'm leaving. Good luck. <laughs> I'm like, good luck, everybody. Now, look, I know. I, look, this has been. Well, let's not get happy on the farm. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> There's Fabio. four more freaking wins. Let's go get those. Yes, let's go. Let's, let's win the ultimate. Let's see what this is like after four more wins. This is fun tonight. That next level is going to be insane. Fabio right? That said, Tim is our Ricky Rubio. <laughs> <laughs> that means I'm CP3. I'll take it. Thanks. You're Fabio. Abdel Nader, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> nice, nice try, Espo. Nice try. I just want to give a quick shout out to my mom. She's watching the My podcast. Mom. Yeah, she's she's hey, watching mom? the podcast. Uh, a a hey, bottle John's of mom. champagne deep. Uh, she was texting me before the game, and one of my favorite things that she texted me, she said, not sure if you're watching the pre-show, but I'm wondering what these turds are going to talk about when we win. All you hear is them praising the Clippers and their coach. She's like, I should watch the game and listen to Al McCoy because these announcers are making me want to punch them. I love you, Mom. Thank you for making me a Suns fan. We, Look, we now mom, understand so much more fan. of you. <laughs> but she doesn't even know what a podcast is. So I'm really proud that your mom is watching right now. Good job, Mom Boyda. Yes, she's a saint. I love you, Mom. Uh, my, my mom's not even watching. That's disappointing. I'll talk yeah. to her about that. Yeah, she <laughs> couldn't watch because you guys rag on her all the time. Yeah, somebody's we like, love Lissy, Mrs. Lissy. Dude, yeah, what are you saint. talking about, Matt? You're the one that always brings up. Oh, no, you bring up your sister. Never mind. Hey, hey you bring up your own family members. Yeah. Yeah. My mom says, I love you. Love you my mom is? Like, what? We love your mom and sister. Just don't don't tell John right. about the last all right. part, all right? <laughs> John's just give me oh, a stat, God. Dave, randomly. I just I wanted stats? to cut that. Okay. You mentioned it a little bit earlier. I'll give you a stat. The Suns are the first team, are the worst recent team in history to make a finals. The Suns that have the the had the 28th or 27th um winning percentage in the NBA for the years prior to this finals run among all other NBA teams to make to make to reach the finals. No team has been recently worse than the Suns that ever made an NBA Finals. The year There's before. 
No, years, like several years, several years before you take it like a three year span or a four year span. Um, no team has been as bad as the Suns to make a finals. So, Go Suns, uh, on the Suns. Look, yeah, no team has ever gone 10 years without missing the playoffs, then make the playoffs and make the finals in the same year. So yeah. that's that's insane. Also, another stat since we're throwing out stats, somebody just tweeted at me the total free throws for the series were oh, 144 yeah. to 92. Jesus. And the Suns still one and six. Jeez. That just shows you how good this team is, though. They can overcome all of that and maintain. You know, we've heard the word numerous times from Monty Williams, poise. They can maintain poise and push through that. And, and we've seen it in the past where the Rajah Bells and uh, the Quentin Richardsons and, and, you know, all those teams of the past who they would allow those calls to get under their skin enough to where it would take them out of their game. And this team just stayed focused, man. And it's, you know, you're, you're all right. Four more wins. And this is an, an enjoyable night. It's a fun podcast. And this is why we do what we do to feel these feelings. But at the same time, we know we're not there yet, but still to see that, to get to this pinnacle, to be in the finals for the first time in 28 years, for only the third time in franchise history, there's a stat that everybody knows, but still it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable to feel this feeling. Hey, I just saw it rolling across my timeline, so you guys have all seen it too, I'm sure. But uh, Devin Booker in his post-game interviews, he said, you know what, he's one of us, guys. Devin Booker is one of us. He's been down here with us (laughs) this whole time, and he has proven himself through this run that he was not the looter in a riot that everyone said he was. <laughs> and he just, all, all he does is he's such a class act. All he says in his post game is stuff like this. Dude. I put my head down and I work. I've been through a lot of bullshit. And then Phoenix is my city. Damn right. Book. They brought yep. the super team to you. Devin. Booker. You brought the super yeah. team to Phoenix. Cause Chris Paul said he came here for Devin Booker. Crawled Money Williams said he came here for Devin Booker. Crawled through 500 yards of crap. Just to come out clean on the other side. side. He was so chill tonight, too. I just missed my friend. (laughs) Andy Dufresne. Booker's chill all the time. Unless he gets bonked in the nose. Oh, my God. I thought he rebroke the nose. Oh, he did. It looked like it was 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 right. He put the bats back on after Beverly Push. Chris Paul, I'm sure yeah. he knew it was oh. going to get a little testy out there and mm-hmm. didn't want yeah. it to happen. Yeah, I guarantee that nose was broken again. It was, or, or I mean, it never really healed. Let's be, let's be honest. They popped no. it back in place, three but places. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the, he, Paul George just readjusted it back to the way it was when it was broken. They'll have to pop that bad boy back in. I'm, I'm sure. But man, hey, I really hope Tom Thibodeau and. and uh, Nik- Nikola Jokic are enjoying their trophies because uh, you know Monty Williams and CP3 are, are, are like are hopefully going to be hoisting a different trophy uh, that they deserve uh, just as much as those other ones. So, I love mugshot gaming. Can we give Paul George some flowers? It seemed really important to Boogie. <laughs> <laughs> Good almost elimination game from Paul George. Give him credit. Almost. You know, Almost. you know, you know what I gotta say about guys like Boogie and and Pat Bev. Like they're just bullies. They're just yep. bullies. That's all they yeah. are. They're just bullies, and they're just they just try to get their way all the time. And when yeah. things don't go their way and they that's lose they control, that that's how they respond. That's why Boogie was going at Chris Paul. Like, dude, take your L. Take your L. Because you take know, the if L. the shoe was on the other foot, you'd be expecting them to take the L. 
you need to take the L. And DeMarcus Cousins, shut up, man. You haven't, yeah. you haven't even been relevant for like three years. Just He's go on longer somewhere Longer than else. that. Longer than that, man. And I mean, he hasn't been relevant since he was in Kentucky. Go ahead, Matthew. Beverly, he should be suspended some games next year, right? After what he did to CP3, that, that was pretty vicious. That push, it kind of yeah. might have ended up. Patrick Beverly like, is a He is has a to be suspended like 10 plus games or something. I was actually like, you know what, Pat Bev's that guy that like if he wasn't on your if he's on your team, you love him. If you if he's not yeah, on your team, you absolutely, absolutely hate him. Yeah. Until not that. now. And then nope. when that happened, I was like, dude, you're just complete yeah. lack of class. The refs made that happen because they let him get away with the tomahawk. Yeah. In that first yeah. half. They let you him know, get you know, away Nik- with Nikolai that. Jokic he knew what he was got, doing. got kicked out of a game, an elimination game. The MVP of the league got kicked out of an elimination game for less, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean that was a clear wind up, and I don't. He Jokic got the ball too, but he hit the face yeah. too. Pat Bev yeah. was jumping in the air to tomahawk him yeah. before DeAndre yeah. Yeah. even jumped up. He was going to do it yeah. regardless, and yeah. he made yeah, sure to keep his eye point, on the ball. Dave. So on the replay, he's just looking at the ball. He 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 knows what he's doing. Dude. Now, that's a great point, yes. Dave. That you know when you of uh, when you allow that behavior to occur, yeah. it's going to continue to amplify and amplify, and that's what we saw in the series. And again, I know that that uh Saul and Matthew Saul Lissy over here don't think that there was a lot of bad <laughs> <What>? calls. <laughs> yeah, Saul instead of Matthew Lissy? Paul Lissy, you're Saul. You, Saul. I don't Saul know. Saul, you there? Saul tomahawked himself. I'll, 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 I'll remove him for now so, until he comes. So had one back. too many and he just <laughs> fell off the desk. <laughs> Pat, no, Pat Bev heard him and he came in. He's pushing him. Yeah. So, um, Look, but, they, they, can, they, they can bully all they want. In, in the end... The Suns punched him in the face uh, metaphorically. They got the win. Yeah. They got that's they what got makes this team the best one we've had oh, since '93. Yes, yeah. no disrespect this, to the the Steve Nash Suns, but this team is better than that team. Oh yeah, the, I Without am on doubt. the verge. I've been saying this is the most complete Suns team of ever. I'm on the verge, even if they, no matter what happens in the finals, that they may be the best Suns team ever. Because they have that edge. But the they 93 team had defense. to go against the full-speed Michael Jordan Bulls. This team yeah, they lost. To, so we won't know. <laughs> so know what made, we won't know. What makes it the best team is it's just the start of it, right? This is the first season well, with these young guys. You don't like, know, that's though. just what makes it so good, though. You don't know, well, though. That's and, why these next, next four wins are so important. Because you have no you clue never know. what could happen. I mean, the last... The last 18 months have taught us all that. Nothing's guaranteed. Not mm. one damn thing in this world is guaranteed. So you got to go take care of it when you've got the chance to. And I think it's a lesson we all can learn. And hopefully that the Suns, uh, who they look like they know that tonight by taking care of business. But hopefully they they take care of it in four, in four more wins in the finals. Well, I'll ask you guys this question, and we know that Chris Paul went for 41 tonight. So let me ask you it this way. Jam star of the game. Series. Jam star <laughs> of the series. series. Who do you who do you give it to? Dave. Oh, I've got to give it to DeAndre Aiden. I, I mentioned it on my Chris Paul and, and Devin Booker need to step up article on bright side the jam star of the series is deandre aiden this is five out of six games aiden was consistently dominant sure chris paul closed it out absolutely he was a monster in game six but he was not in any prior game campaign had a great game devin booker had a great game 
but nobody was as good and consistent as DeAndre Ayton, and he made a huge difference in every one of these games. They had to they had to play Boogie Cousins in this game tonight <laughs> to try to counteract DeAndre Ayton. That's how bad it got for them. So, no, that's that's my guy. All right, Matthew, who's your jam star of the series? It's Aiden for sure. I mean, last game was the only game he was kind of a dud, but even the start of the first the first quarter, that's what the Suns needed, right? To get back into the series, take over the series, and win the series was that first quarter, that first half. I don't care what he didn't do in the second quarter points-wise, but he came out and Chris Paul let it into him a little bit, and he responded very, very early. So of the series for sure. Uh, Cam Johnson, maybe a close second. I mean, it sucks he was out tonight, but he seriously he played so good before he didn't play tonight. Espo, yeah. you agree? Uh, mine's Monty. Uh, Ooh. He, Ooh. He I was going to your glasses. Very good. Very Listen, good. My glasses get it nice. Uh, look, Monty <laughs> Monty draws up the value. oop He had these guys prepared for the first two games without Chris Paul. When everybody's talking about how brilliant Ty Lue is with his adjustments, he makes the ultimate adjustments going into game six and finds a way to put his team in a position to win. Monty Williams has done so much throughout this year, and I think in particular in this series, him as a guiding force that kept this these guys calm, made adjustments when necessary. I'm gonna, and, and I think admitting his own faults and noticing I can't play Abdel Nader anymore in this series and going to Tory Craig in the closeout game. I, I tip my, I tip my cap to, uh, to Monty Williams. Hey, I want to point out really quick. Sorry. Uh, Suns dog 24 had a really good comment. Um, you know, Devin Booker was the MVP of the first round. Chris Paul was the MVP of the second round. And now Deandre Aiden, the MVP of the third round. That's the mark of a great team. Yeah. Does that mean Mikhail Bridges, the MVP of the finals? No, it's going to be Abdel Nader. <laughs> I'm with you, though, Espo. Monty had a great, great series. Jeez, incredible. Saul, who's your jam star of the series? Series. Uh, series is DA, easily. That's not even close. Um, and I would even say uh, who, if you ask me who would be my my playoff MVP so far, I would say DA as well. Because mm-hmm. I think he's been the most consistent from game to game. He hasn't had a big drop-off from game to game. He's done everything that's been asked of him, especially defensively. Um, but for this game, obviously, it would be CP3. Yeah. DA's just, DA just been – man, he's just been awesome. I mean, and, think, uh, think think about that, though. This whole playoff run, DeAndre Ayton has been a key cog in it. Luca who? Right. Oh, look, I did. Dude. What do you mean, oh, God? Get the fuck who out of here with that. Not <laughs> <laughs> him off. Kick him off. <laughs> Kick him off. Send him to the wolves. You know, I mean, I just, I have to hear How that many times shit hear all the this, time. Uh, one hear more from? time. We just, one, one, one more Bill time. Simmons? We just, Bill we Simmons? just won the Western Conference. About it. We're the, we just won the Western Conference Finals. And yeah. behind the efforts of DeAndre Ayton in the Western Conference Finals. Look, I just, man, I absolutely he's got the, love it. He got the Western Conference title first. He'll likely get, uh, hopefully get an NBA title first. There I don't will. give a crap. What Luca does in in the rest of his career, if DeAndre Ayton helps bring the Suns team a title, it doesn't freaking matter what Luca right. does. I've said forever. one forever. Yeah, forever. I've said since day one, 2018 draft will look like that 1984 draft. N- nobody complains about Hakeem going one. Nobody's mm-hmm. going to complain about Da going one when it's all said and done. 
It'll be, wow, these two guys had great careers and accomplished great things. You just didn't want to be the ones to draft Sam Bowie. That's all you wanted. Marvin Bagley. Marvin Bagley. Yeah. Okay, the team, yes, yes, the franchise that's never, ever going to be able to forget the 2018 draft is the Sacramento Kings. Holy crap, I feel bad for those guys. You know what? We did them a solid. We let them have Tyrese Halliburton. Do you know what my? It was great watching the post game show where they're handing the trophy, and I see sticks in the background with the hat on. Hey, gonna do no glasses? No glasses. Dude, there's like there's like two other dudes on that in that that shot where uh, when Da has the the trophy, and I'm like, who is that guy with a jersey on? I don't know who that is. Is They just snuck a couple guys in extras. They're in L.A. Might be Tyshawn. Yeah. Uh, on that note, is there anything else you gentlemen would like to share before we get out of here today? Or is there any more random uh, breaking stop? news? To... We're not going all night? No, I'm not. I, I got, got phone calls to make. Yeah, <laughs> I got text mind. messages to answer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I would like to say I would like to say uh, I was going to tweet this during the game, but I, I couldn't get up for my good luck position. Um, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and you said you were superstitious. Uh, Ar- Ar- Armani, <laughs> Mo- Armani, Armani mode shirts. Guy, yeah, check them out. Uh, Sadaka, uh, if you need to find it, it's at the top of uh, the solar panel Twitter page. You can click on the link, uh, please. It's a pretty dope ass shirt. Check it out. Shirts.solarpanelpod.com. You can find them there. And I think we might have a few new ones in the next few days. Oh, so yeah. We have pinned to our Twitter profile. Yep, yep. it's yeah. at the top just of our Twitter profile. There. Just look at I the sun solar panel you. Twitter. I know, I'm just saying. I'm reading, got, it, man. I'm reading the chats. I'm reading the text. This is a great night. Sorry, Saul. I didn't hear you say it. It's all good. Hey, look, look. We got to sell that merch. So <laughs> also, after the money we made, also, today, I don't know. also you're going to want to join us on Solar Panel on Saturday. Okay, I'll be there. We're going to have some bomb ass guests. I just know we're going to come through them. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, I got to get working. No I pressure. Got Bobby Marks we'll confirmed for Saturday. Boom. We do have Bobby Marks. That's right. Bobby Marks. That's one we'll bring, of many. Awesome. We'll bring in a cavalcade awesome. of guests. That's okay, cool. We well, got Tom I mean, Cruise coming on next podcast. Yeah, yeah, we got. Yeah, we got. Yeah, he's no idea what's going on, but he wants to plug Top Gun, and it looks kind of interesting. So, Matt, are you playing Dungeons is, and Dragons right now? What are you looking at? Bobby Marks. I was like, who the hell is Bobby Marks? Oh my god. No, I know the name. I just forget what he looked no, like. No, Bobby like, Marks oh, yeah, is that the guy. only dude from ESPN who actually who picked, picked the, the Suns to win the first round. Mm-hmm. And he actually picked the Suns to make the finals. Yep. Well, we've had him on a couple of times this year. He's been very pro Suns. Cool. I'll, I'll, I'll make a plug as well. You know, the Suns Jam Session, if you stop by our Redbubble page, we got some cool merch. We got the new 2001 or 2021 Western Conference Champions shirt designed by yours truly. It's got everybody on there, but Abdu, Abdul Nader. So the, that's okay. I'm okay with cease that. Cease and desist Ooh. special right there. Yes. No, no but no, 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 yeah, but nothing, nothing's not approved by Redbubble. So as long as you take <laughs> off the Nike logos, you're good, man. The NBA, you know the NBA. They're okay with you promoting their product. It's a beautiful thing about the NBA. You post anything NFL, they're like, you know, you get Roger Goodell knocking on your door, like, take it down, take it down now. The NBA's like, dude, share the product, man. So uh, stop our Redbubble page. We, I got a few designs that I've made uh, to put out there. So, yeah, buy the merch or whatever. Or don't. I don't care. I'm buying it. My mom already bought one. I love you, mom. By, by the way, the timeline, greater than the process. Suck it, Philly. Drop the mic on that one. Uh, I think, it, unless anybody else has anything to say, Matthew. Nope. Dave. I'm good, dude. Saul underscore Bookman. So good. At Espo. 
So Go home and, and love your love your son's merchandise. <laughs> <laughs> on the day where I got the blue check mark on Twitter, we have clinched. Blue check. It's white. It's white. Wait, how did that happen? Blue? I have no idea. Just, <laughs> Are we just calling you blue check? We're calling you blue check from now. Yeah, on. It, it's white on the phone, but it's it's a blue check mark. That'd Matthew, be great for the manscape section. Blue ball, blue check. <laughs> blue, blue ball, blue hey, check. <laughs> uh, but on on a beautiful day, the last day of June, the Phoenix Suns have clinched the Western Conference. They now play in July again for only the second time ever in their franchise history. They are 1-0 in July, having won on the 31st of July last year in the Orlando bubble. As long as you so, don't include the summer league teams, yes. Yes, we don't. those <laughs> never counted. Those How never in the counted. mother F did you get a blue check mark? Oh my, <laughs> Jesus, what? It's oh actually not that hard. He looked it up. You were looking it up, weren't you? I was like, well, damn, how many followers am I behind? What? Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's easier than it looks. It yeah, really is. I just was bored one day and applied. Yeah. So, yeah. And they're like, yeah, sure. Um, but like on that note. A real person, I think. Yeah, I just I sent them uh, my credit card. And yeah, it's, it's been working out every <laughs> And my social security number. So it's been great. It's but the easier to get a amazing. No, never mind. No, yeah. Okay, uh, but again, this is a reminder to everybody: if you're watching along live, please subscribe, rate, and review. If you're listening on the Bright Side of the Sun podcast yeah. network, do the same: Sub- uh, uh, subscribe, rate, review. To all those who joined us live, thank you, thank you for experiencing this with us. Thank you for those who donated via the super chat. You are the real MVP. And remember, as always, go Suns and Matthew. Oh, I'm gonna love your family. Ahoy, ahoy, go Suns.